Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Hello there, we're back. The boys are back in town. My name's Lonnie. I like to think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My name's Lonnie. His name's Dylan. How are you doing, Dylan? I'm doing great, Lonnie. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm all right. Um, this morning I've got up, went for a walk, a jog actually, mm. a bit of walk, walk jog. Oh, cool. All right. Um, what have you done this morning, Dylan? I've gotten up and had a coffee. Okay. <laughs> Big night last the chickens night. out of their coop. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Well, there you go. Adventurous. That's me. <laughs> now, Dylan, this might be someone's first time listening to I Miss You, Man. Ooh. Can you please explain what the show is about? What are you in for? Well, first time listener, can I just say congratulations, first of all, that you've discovered this amazing podcast and that uh, you're going to be thoroughly entertained from now until the end of your days. <laughs> because what we do on this podcast is that me and my friend Lonnie we take each other on a journey each week, and that could range from anything, from life, pop culture, to everything in between. Exactly right, Dylan. It's my turn this week. I'm, I'm in the driver's seat. Now, Dylan, I'm going to ask you a question to begin, okay? <sighs> okay. Just so you're aware, yeah. everything you say on this podcast cannot be used in a court of law. Because we have full immunity, Ooh. okay? So, Okay, that's good. That's lucky, because I was about to confess to a murder, so <laughs> I'm glad I can finally get it off my chest. It's, a safe, it's a safe space, Dylan. Oh, okay. thank goodness. <laughs> my question is, how many murders have you done, Dylan? Oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, three. Um, first, I was a wee lad of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, no. <laughs> okay. We'll move on. <laughs> Let's move on from that. No, Dylan, my question is, have you ever been sitting at a major sporting event and you think to yourself, you know what? I'm wearing too many clothes. I'm bored of sitting down. I want to be part of the action. I'm going to get naked and run across the field. <laughs> How's I mean, everyone, to- everyone thinks that, don't they, Lonnie? But they? Uh, they think it. You know, you can think anything, can't you? But the fact that you can control yourself and that we as a society would never even... Wouldn't even entertain even going with that thought for a second. As really? I think what makes us the smartest creatures on the planet. Well, not everyone thinks that. That's, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So you're telling <laughs> me you, about, you, you've never wanted to go for a streak? No, I have. I have. But okay. I control myself. Oh, but you haven't actually done it. Right. No, okay. no. I haven't well, pulled the trigger yet, mate. Yet? Glad yet. Clarified yet? Never say never. <laughs> so... Yes, today, Dylan, we're looking at streaking, and maybe not directly looking at it, but we're going to talk about it. Um, oh. <laughs> we're going to be talking about the origin of the word, um, some famous streaks, and then I want to finish on what makes a good streak, okay? Okay, okay. You, you excited? Big tally whacker. 
That's number one. Um, not my list, but we can <laughs> maybe add, add it. To it. Okay. Add it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, this episode, obviously, it's a bit of a spiritual successor to other episodes that I've done. Um, Poo Joggers, I think you can probably draw some comparisons to, to that. Oh, yeah. People um, being rude in society. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, really, I think, looking back at the episodes that I've done on this show, you know, what, I, what I'm interested in is taking a concept that we all sort of take for granted, and then I want to step back and wonder, like, how did it actually start? What's all that about, you know? You might, you might want, to, you want to break it open. You want to examine it a little, mate, don't I you? I do, I do. It could be Twin Cities, Joe Dolce, the name Dylan, you know? Oof. So we're going to be a little peek behind the curtain of streaking, okay? Okay, I'm with you. You're with me. Now, do you know where the word comes from, Dylan? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I can tell you. So hey. we obviously, we associate it with taking your clothes off and running through a public place. Mm. You know, probably based off in a sporting event. But the word streak hasn't always meant that. Um, <laughs> yeah, our year 11 and 12 history teacher, Mr. Rogers. Oh, all right. <laughs> he didn't, I don't think he's a streak, but maybe he has. Uh, <laughs> we don't know his story, Lonnie. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Yeah, he once said that the 1960s changed everything. Do you remember him saying that? He said it was like the most influential decade of, of, of them all. I mean, Mr. Rogers said a lot of things. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure he did say that at one point. Okay. Well, it's stuck in my mind. So sure. pretty much from the beginning of English language, um, you know, thousand years ago, until the 1960s, streaking for the most part just meant to run quickly. You know, you're streaking across the field or something. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of an evolution of the word stretch, you know, stretch, streak. That kind of makes sense. It might evolve over time. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, before the 1960s and 70s, you could probably streak away um, while being fully clothed and without the police chasing you. But, you know, 10 years later, that's kind of what streaking was what came come to mean. So, also, though, when you think about it, streak means other things, doesn't it? So you could have mm. streaks of liquid like a, you know, oil streaks through the ocean. Um, tears can streak down your face. You can have streaks in your hair, like, you know, blonde streaks. Um, you can have a hot streak of luck. Um, and also you can maybe say that someone's got a bit of a dark streak or you know, something in their in their personality. And that's how I think about you, Dylan. I think you've got a bit of a dark streak every now and then, haven't you? Oh, for sure, yeah. And also, streak of poo down your undies, eh? Hey? I mean... I was going to say you've you've made it crass, but I guess I'm talking about streaking, haven't I? So I've kind of opened And you've door. talked about poo. <laughs> you know, I, I like to think in an academic way, though. Oh yeah, the the highest tier, the most educational <laughs> form of talking about poo, but talking about poo nonetheless, Lonnie. Yeah, maybe that should be the episode we put in for the awards ceremony that we're thinking about entering. Oh, hello! Just just the whole episode of poo joggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's this, you know, Latin origin apparently is like stricker and also kind of, you know, stroke of a pen also comes from that. So they're kind of all evolving together, those meanings, but obviously we're going to focus in on the fun meaning, aren't we? <laughs> on the naughty one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nudie runs, you know? Hello. So our friends on Wikipedia tell us that in 1973, a local Washington DC news reporter was doing a story about students mm. at the University of Maryland. And guess what, Dylan? I bet there was some naughty little streaky boys going down. <laughs> it was. Oh, how many do you reckon were taking part in this mass nude run? A mass nude run. 
10,000. <laughs> you, you shot a bit higher there, I think. You said mass. Mass is gigantic amount. Oh, they... It better not be less than 100. <laughs> okay, it's over 100, less okay. than 10,000. All right. 9,000. Okay, we're gonna just going to settle on 533. Not good it's enough? Not mass. Nah. Yeah. I mean, it's oh. more than you probably expect to see people run around naked, isn't it? But still... <laughs> I just think you've used the word mass incorrectly. I really do. <laughs> I think you've oversold it to me. Me or Wikipedia. I think Wikipedia said mass. Oh, okay. We'll throw the blame on our best friends at Wikipedia, <laughs> what I can show. They keep this show afloat. You're buying the hand that feeds you, mate. What are you doing? No, we love our friends at Wikipedia. So this reporter, who doesn't have a name, but, you know... I'm sure, okay. this, I'm sure this is true. He anonymous, said, anonymous. Yeah, he's on the story, the story live on the radio, apparently from a payphone, and he's like, they're streaking past me right now. It's an incredible sight. <laughs> Which it would be, I oh. guess, um, if you haven't seen that before. Was it all dudes? No, I think I think it was just students, and we're going into that in a minute about students who um sort of do this as a rite of passage, but... Oh, yeah, hazing? So, yeah, it can be. Um, but, yeah, this this person, I think was using streak perhaps in the original sense of just, you know, running fast. Oh. Um, and then that got reported around the US and then kind of, again, the world, I guess, in turn. And then, you know, all of a sudden we all think of streaking as running without with all your you know, bits and pieces on display. Oh, we do. That's that's the common term nowadays, for sure. Isn't it? And that's funny. It's just like, you know, one guy said it on the radio and that sort of has changed the whole meaning of a word. Isn't that funny? I think so. <laughs> Thanks for backing me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, as as you mentioned, it's it's kind of uh, fitting that we, we talk about University of Maryland there because streaking it really seems to have been nurtured by the higher education sector, at least in the US. Um, mm. So, I'll mention there are lots of um, folks running around naked throughout history, you know, even back to ancient times, um, <laughs> including, this is Wikipedia again, so they've come through with the goods here, I reckon, for you, Dylan. <laughs> There's a man arrested on July 6th I said 1977, but I think I mean 1799. <laughs> Let me check this. Actually. Okay. Sure, sure. It's less um, exciting if I've... It's 1977. Where, where have we got? Well, 70s were a crazy time. Only a different time. Oh, man. A great time. They're going to be even crazier for you in a moment. No. 1799. <gasps> it's actually the 5th of July. Okay, but it was 7pm. I got that right. <laughs> Wait, so is Wikipedia wrong or you? It was me. It was me wrong. Oh yeah, it's it's me all the time, you know. Never Wikipedia, and they never lead us astray. No. Okay, so I'll I'll explain it now. Seven p.m., fifth of July, seventeen ninety-nine. A man was arrested at the Mansion House, London, and sent to the Poultry Compter. I don't know what those words are, but that's what happened. Mm. Okay. He, he confirmed yeah. that he accepted a wager of ten guineas, equal to about uh, two thousand bucks Australian, to run oh, from I... Cornhill to Cheapside. So that's about an eight-minute walk, apparently, according to current Google Maps. Um, good deal, you reckon, Dylan, for a yeah eight-minute walk, nude. I'd do it for a hundred, two thousand. <laughs> not even a question. An eight-minute walk, so maybe I don't know a five or six-minute run if you're fast enough and you don't get caught. I think that's a pretty good yeah. wager. Plus, you said it was at seven p.m., so it's at night. Mm, yeah, even better. Oh, oh, easy, piece of piss, mate. I can do that in my sleep. And also, it's it's London. However, it's July, so that's their summer, so you're probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You've got the cover of night. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, yeah, so history is not light on folks running around getting naked. Um, but it did really kick off in the, the 1960s and 70s. Um, and then I think, you know, maybe it's sort of a two-pronged approach, but it got national attention with our guy um, in 1973 who coined, coined the phrase. And it just gets bigger and bigger all across the country. Um, and I think there are a few reasons for that. One I mentioned now is that from what I understand in the US, when they go to college, often they go, you know, interstate and they mm. live in a dorm away from their family. So, you know, you're away from the fire for the first time and you're going to be doing some sneaky and naughty stuff. Like oh. that probably, I think that may be why it's more of a thing than it is here in Australia because I, I've never streaked and never saw anyone streak on campus when I was at uni. Oh. So I, I don't think I ever would streak. I'm not, I'm not that sort of guy, which probably doesn't surprise you. But given the right circumstances, would you have a streak? Um, I have. You, you, oh, you haven't. I have. I have. Oh, okay, can you explain this to us? Um, it was at like a a party. Um, God, I think just after year twelve, just after you finished school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at someone's house, and we we're all playing around, and whoever came last had to do a nudie streak throughout the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then we all just ended up doing it, oh. just for a laugh. Thanks for your invite. Would you have done it? No. Then you're not cool enough to come. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, no, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's probably, 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 some, probably some drinkies being thrown about, Yeah, I'd that's say. probably all right. Hey. A few cheeky beers, you know how it is, mate. <laughs> and what did, it, what did it feel like, Dylan? Liberating. Not joking. It was, yeah. it was quite liberating. You know, yeah. obviously we didn't get caught or anything, so that probably mm. adds to the mm. the fondness of the memory. But, yeah, no, it was quite good. Some of them wanted to go again after we were done. We were like, nah, overkill, mate, come on. Yeah, it's kind of a diminishing returns, isn't it, after after one, one time? You don't, yeah. Yeah, I think I only did it once. I think a couple of others did it multiple times. But, yeah, <laughs> okay. good stuff. So, from what I've read about streaking... And kind of what I'm theorising, kind of shooting from the hip a little bit, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, in, at least in the college sector, it kind of like it's a rite of passage. Um, it can be like a hazing thing, like you mentioned, or maybe like a mm. prank thing. Or like, as you said, like a, a bet, you know, gone wrong or, or something like that. Yeah. But also, I think it is kind of, it's kind of a, you know, communal, let's all get to know each other and do something silly together and then we're all friends, you know? So Yeah, it's absolutely. It's a bonding experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit naughty. Um, of oh. course, but, you know, because you're not supposed to be naked in public. Yeah, also, technically a crime, isn't it? Well, yeah, but also it's not that bad as well at the same time because yeah. no one gets hurt. It's a quick thing. And if you're doing it at night time or, you know, you know, like like the way you're doing it, kind of who cares. But at a sporting event, you know, even then it's no one's getting hurt from this little naughty thing. Um, and you might get away with it, you know? Everyone has naughty bits on it, don't they? Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, in the seventies, when this is really kicking off, you know, people have talked about how we're in the you know, sexual revolution and people yeah, free love. Yeah, exactly. You want to stick it to the man, sort of thing. Oh yeah. Um, and obviously at uni campuses, people are a bit younger and are more keen to do silly things when you're a bit younger. You know. Yeah. Now, a website called Seeker.com interviewed Bill Kirkpatrick, who was a Denison University assistant professor in communication. And also mm. is a researcher of streaking, which is a great job to have. Uh-huh, I think so. <laughs> um, he, he talks about, um, at the university sector at least, 
you know, some staff see it as a bit of harmless fun, you know, plenty worse things students could be doing than just having run around <laughs> naked once or twice, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's a very conservative prank when you think about it on a university campus. Like, you go for a streak, nothing else happens. You might rather the students are running around doing that than doing something more political or vandalizing something, you know. No one gets hurt, as I've been saying. Yeah, definitely. Plus, most of the time when people are streaking, especially on, like, university campuses and not, like, during public events, they're covering up. They're cupping the naughty bits, aren't they, usually? Yeah, and I think that's what we'll talk about um, when we talk about the, the best streaking sort of etiquette and rules. Sure. But it, I think it's the key is that it's fun. It's not sexual, it's fun, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a quote from, from Bill. Um, so the... the Stopped off with the article saying, the secret to streaking's appeal, Bill theorizes, is that it's relatively tame sort of non-conformity. Bill says, there are very few activities that can be both disruptive and slightly edgy and still be deemed innocuous. In a sense, streaking exploits the gap between the public onlooker's response, which generally is, ha isn't that naughty, and the response that security people or police are required to make. They have no choice but to clamp down and deal with the streaker, but the sympathies of the crowd generally are going to be on the streaker's side. There are very few activities that can provide that sort of reaction. And that is fun. Like, you know, in sporting events, often the crowd cheer them on. And then when the police come or security come and, and tackle the guy and take him away, they sort of boo the security guards and then <laughs> cheer the guy again, you know. So I can yeah. see that being kind of funny, hey. Mm. Oh, definitely, yeah. That's how it goes probably 90% of the time, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And even then they get a fine or something. It kind of, yeah, not locked away for forever, which is good. <sighs> so Wikipedia again. And I'm pretty sure I copied this one direct, uh, correctly. So. Okay. In 1973, the media reported that a streaking ep- epidemic had hit Stephen F. Austin State University in... Oh, bloody hell, I didn't think about this. <gasps> Where is it, Lonnie? No, it's Where in Texas, it? but <gasps> the name of the, of the city is... <gasps> Nacogdoches? Nacogdoches? Yeah, why not? Never been there. <laughs> Does it exist? Who's to say? Maybe in the 70s. Maybe it doesn't run around anymore. Oh. You never know. You don't. You don't. And you clearly don't. So, <laughs> so they said the streakers were being seen in residence halls, at football games, and at various other on-campus locations and events, including spring graduation. Um, and then oh. this continued until 1974, the spring of, when the oh. university president, Ralph F. Steen, Hoping to end the, the streaking fad, designated a day to streak the length of East College Street. So he's like, "All right, you got one day. Get out of your system, ah. <laughs> and maybe we'll can carry on with the university around this." You know, kind of like the purge. <laughs> the old streaking purge, definitely. Yeah, yeah, um, that's funny. And that, you know, reading that out actually kind of makes me wonder, like, like you were saying with your mates, like the first time hilarious, second time kind of funny. Fourth or fifth time, you're just trying to do your work in the library and someone streaks through. You're like, come on, guys. Yeah, exactly. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, Wikipedia does have some other colleges from the US, Dylan, and what they call their nudie run events, okay? So I want to throw these at you and see what you think is the best name, okay? Yes. You're keen, aren't you? I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm waiting with bated breath. University of Chicago has the Polar Bear Run. Mm. Wheaton, like Col- so far. Yeah. Wheaton College has the Kingdom Run. Mm. Mm. Yeah, keep going. This is Denison University. Mm. And you think they have a better name than this, given that Bill Kirkpatrick, our, our professor, works there. Yeah. They call it Naked Week. So I don't know if mm. it's the whole week of being naked, but that's one of their <laughs> events, apparently. <laughs> now, the yeah. University of Michigan has the Naked Mile. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's you like good that? And yeah, because yeah. they actually run a mile, so yeah. Oh, okay. Now, it peaked around 1,000 people, apparently, at one point in the 90s, um, but then it really tapered off in 2001. They had 24 people, and you kind of hope, think they were like, oh, it's coming, guys, it's the nudie run, let's all do it, make a mile, and then it's like 24 guys, you're like, oh, that's exciting, that's only us, isn't it? Yeah, it deflates the air out of your balloon a bit, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> so um, to speak. So to speak, yes. Um, but apparently the university staff are saying, hey, the rules here and the, the law is that you might be, if you're caught, you go on the safe register list. So, probably, oh, Jesus. yeah. So, again, it's fun, not sexual, but also, you know, don't do it if, really. Like, if, you're if you get, can help yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're time and place to be doing naked stuff. Um, now, this one I think is, is kind of cool, but I don't know about you think of the name. So, it's the University of California at Santa Cruz. Mm. They have an event called the First Rain. Yeah, where students who for the entirety of the day to midnight, they run around naked, um, campus nearly all or completely nude, and they do it on the first day of rain for the semester. Oh, okay. Which I think is it's kind of cool then because it kind of, you know, like a bit of ritual or, or you know, celebration of the rain. But I do imagine like the staff checking their radar every day, being like, oh no. Oh, fuck, today. <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you reckon, Naked Mile? You think that's the best one? Yeah, 100%. Not even close. Yeah. At least it's half clever. The other ones are just, what? what's the kingdom run? Because <gasps> the family jewels. Hey, crown jewels. if that's the case, that's pretty good. Okay. I had to do some work for them, though. Yeah. To get there. So. Too much effort on your part, I think, yeah. Yeah. So not good enough. Naked Mile. The Naked winner. Mile. University of Michigan, good on you. Now, yeah, so streaking happens at college, I think, still, and... Maybe more in that sort of permitted space. 
um, but not to the same extent the 70s. People seem to have gotten over it. <laughs> yeah, streaking was very popular in the 70s, and then I think people were like, okay, that's it's a database system. We get it. And in some places, they do have those more stringent rules about public exposure, which kind of takes away the fine, because if you if you get caught and it's a fine or you get you know, a slap on the wrist, um, that's, that's okay. If you get caught and put on a sex register list, probably not as exciting. Yeah, well, with America, especially all different states have different laws and stuff, mm. don't they? Mm-hmm. So be a bit confusing, so why bother? And also in streaking on sporting events, mm. um, at least here in Australia, if that happens, the cameras turn away and the commentators don't talk about it. So, you know, it's very discouraged in that sense. So if you're doing it to get your 15 minutes of fame, probably not going to happen anymore because you know, people don't want that to happen on in interrupted sporting events, you know? Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. So, yeah, and as I said, we, we are talking about the fun sort of streaking and not the, you know, indecent exposure when it's creepy. So yeah, don't do that. But maybe a fun streak every now and then is okay. Maybe. If it's all consensual. Exactly. Bit of fun. No one gets hurt. Yeah. So some famous streaks, Dylan. Let's go through them. Um, very hilarious line from Wikipedia, again, saying that the high point of streaking's pop culture significance was in 1974. <laughs> And thousands oh. of streaks took place around the world. Oh my goodness! I, I didn't realize we could, you know, pinpoint the year. But when you, I'll, I'll list these out for you, Dylan, it really, really does seem like 1974 was the year. The year. Be like a meme, where like a meme takes over and just everyone does it and talks about it for, you know. Yeah, well, that would have been a meme mm. of the mm-hmm. time because yeah, it's just like a, you know, a cultural thing. Memes aren't they? Don't necessarily have to be the internet, so. No, this is like something that yeah, gets repeated throughout the culture, yeah. Yeah. So in 1974, we have a streak at the Oscars. Oh. The first ever streak at an English soccer match and the first ever streak at a cricket match. Now, that, that cricket match was in Auckland, of all places, between Australia and New Zealand. Wow. And okay. the story goes, apparently, the guy ran on the field naked and then they weren't expecting this because you know, first ever streak, I suppose. <laughs> well... Um, As they wouldn't be, yeah. Security looking up and they chase him. And he ended up, um, you know, fleeing into a toilet block. And then by the time the cops got in there, everyone was wearing clothes. So I don't know if that was planned or what. what I guess it was, you know, good on him. He got kind of like, it's kind of like in a movie where, like, the security rushes around a corner and the guys just blended into the crowd. Yes, exactly okay. right. Okay, that's exciting. And also in 1974, we had a novelty song called The Streak. By Ray Stevens. You ever heard of that one, Dylan? No. Um, yeah, it went to number one on the Billboard oh, charts. Jesus. And it also happened a week before the Oscars streak. And I reading about the Oscars streak, apparently that was maybe staged by the organisers. I don't know if they were like, everyone's like, oh, the streaking's big now, let's, let's try and do it. Like, <laughs> you know, like when sometimes they try and like, you know, capitalise on something that's big in pop culture. Maybe. I don't know. Who was the host that year? Did the Oscars Oscars have hosts at that time? Uh, well, David Niven was, you know, English actor. He was mm. on stage at the time, and he had a little quip about something like. I think oh, you mentioned this. Didn't I think you? I mentioned this in our Oscars episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, isn't it funny that the guy, the biggest laugh, biggest laugh he'll ever get is showing his shortcomings. Um, but supposedly that was maybe to the stage, and so that you know, off the cuff remark maybe was, you know, <laughs> written down beforehand. Still pretty mm. funny. Well, it takes away from it, Lonnie. I don't That's know, like this pre-organ or it's streaking. No, exactly. A bit naughty. That goes against the spirit, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, we can't go through every streak ever. We'd be here all day. Yeah, where do you have to be? 
I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Longest episode ever. In 1975, we had no. <laughs> Here's some good ones, though. So, mm. again, in 1974, the year of streaking, as we call mm. it on this podcast. The best year of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Michael O'Brien ran onto the field um, of an England versus France rugby union match at Twickenham. Sure. Yeah, he yeah. was a 25-year-old Australian. Excellent. All right. Rapping. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And he was captured by a policeman, uh, PC Bruce Perry, and he covered his genitals <laughs> with his police helmet. You mm. might have seen this picture, Dylan. Do you want to have a look at it? I'll send it to you now. It, it sounds like. familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd heard of it. I'll just pull it up to you. Okay, Fine. I've seen it. Fine. You'll link it in our show notes for the people, oh, though, I definitely surely. will. It'll be there. Don't you worry. Be legend. Go look now, everyone. While we're looking, we'll all look together. On the count of three. <gasps> One, One, two, two three. Ah, oh, my eyes. <laughs> Can you see it there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that does ring familiar. Mm. If not that exact image, possibly it's been parodied. Yes, definitely. Yes. I'm going to fast forward through the 80s. Although I, I, I didn't write this down, but apparently streaking was very popular in the AFL in the 80s, like grand finals especially. Oh, what else are you going to do? Watch the game? Exactly. AFL. Boo. <laughs> Trash, AFL. That's, <laughs> hey? that's half our Australian audience gone. <laughs> AFL stands for Abysmal Football League. Hey? Got them. Got them good. Okay. We're going to go on to 1996 <laughs> though, Dylan. Yeah. Back to our friends at Wimbledon. Um, shout out to our previous longest tennis match episode. Oh, hello. So it's the, men's, in the pod. It's the, it's Get the on men's, you. Thank you. It's the men's final. Yeah. It's Malavai Washington and Richard uh, Krejcik. They were interrupted by a female streaker named Melissa Johnson, who was only wearing a pinafore apron. So oh. not a not a traditional streak in the sense of completely naked, but you know she had a bits on display, kind of even even more cheekily, I guess, if you can pull up your apron to, to show what's going on. Oh, I. Um, the, the commentator, apparently, the, from the BBC, named is John Barrett, he said, I never thought I'd see that on the centre court. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, John. Um, and I, I've, I've seen without a, saying, John. <laughs> exactly. And I've seen a picture of this, and the players didn't seem to mind, which is, you know, Fair enough, I guess. Oh, it's a bit of fun. I'm sure it gave them a little rest. Well, <laughs> so, that, it happened before the game, apparently. So that's Oh, no, what a waste. <laughs> but I think that's good in some ways because it didn't interrupt, you know, wasn't match point, for example. Well, like, true. Everyone, could, everyone yeah. could enjoy it a bit more. No, I would have taken that because if you lose, you'll always have that excuse of like, oh, if she, yeah. that bloody streak hadn't come out on that court, I would have won. Yeah, bloody <laughs> Melissa. Yeah. It's my life, I tell yeah. you. Oh, God. Now, we're going to fast forward again to... Uh, 2004 Super Bowl. Oh, jeez. Big leap. The big leap, I know. Big leap, this one. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, the American gridiron Super Bowl. There was a streaker who got tackled by a player. And this mm. was, was would have probably been, like, the biggest story, you know, apart from the game of, of that Super Bowl. <laughs> well, yeah. Except for halftime show, Janet Jackson's nipple. Was exposed. Oh, is that this one morning? And, and it was, Dylan. And you remember that being like the biggest story on earth? Oh, um, it time? was huge. Huge. Couldn't escape the nipple. And it was just a nipple as well. It wasn't like anything that bad, really. No. No. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
it, it really is that that's a story that sticks out in my childhood memory. And I didn't know anything about, you know, American football or Janet Jackson, but it was everywhere. You just couldn't escape. You couldn't. You couldn't. It was free the nipple, more like lock it up. <laughs> hey? Yeah. I think so. You can get away from it for one second. That is something about American culture, I think, which contributes to streaking over there is that you know, they're very conservative when it comes to Yes, sex. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so this yeah. is maybe like a way for that to sort of, you know, they're trying to keep it down and controlled and then it sort of breaks through every now and then. People just got to go look out there. They and... just lose their minds over exactly. it, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Dylan, the next streaking we're going to talk about, the final streak, yeah. is one very close to my heart. The 2013 State of Origin Grand Final, or just final, it's the final moments of the game. Mm. Queensland is ahead at 12-10, so the whole the game, the series on the line. Enter Whitey Holmwood. Reportedly, this man oiled his body to make it more difficult for security guards to catch him. Oh, sneaky wood. However, at the same time, maybe he just looked oily because when he was asked about it the next day... <laughs> He said, it all happened so quickly, I didn't know what was going through my head. Um, I just wanted to make the game interesting. And I guess, yeah, maybe he just got up and wanted to do it. Maybe he's lying about that and he did oil himself up. But, yeah, that 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 kind of indicates a level of pre-planning, which I think most streakers just get on the piss and want to go and do something funny, right? So Yeah. Now, I watched it again, Dylan, and it is, it is very funny. <laughs> Okay, okay. And I think maybe I think it's funny because we won the game still. Um, <laughs> so it didn't piss you off. Yeah. No, no. It did cost us a try. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you know, it's very, because it's very serious. It's the final moments, like final, like four minutes of the game. Yeah. We were attacking, we're about to score. And everyone's really serious. And then there's this big naked fella just burst into, into the scene. <laughs> um, and New South Wales player very um intuitive he, he's like you know what i'm gonna run into the guy to make sure it's you know deliberately i'm impacted on this so you know to really make sure that everyone knows that we're impacted he just like almost throws himself at the guy on the ground <laughs> so they get the penalty and it wasn't a penalty they sort of you know just make sure that you couldn't give him the try because you know you could say he didn't have any impact on the field yeah um, sure it was Smart also thinking it is it is but we won the end so you know that was that's all okay yeah there's also a security guard who runs on the field. And in the clip that I'm about to send you, he falls over. And I, I just don't know why he falls over, Dylan, because he's nowhere near anyone else. I, oh, <laughs> people trip over their own feet all the time. Leave them in the line. Well, I'm going to send it to you and we can, can we work out together how this happened, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Lonnie and Dylan, we're on the case. I'm going to link this clip to um, in our show notes. And it's about 35 seconds in. Okay, you're watching it? I am. I'm going to have a sneaky little watch. Yeah, yeah. Right, so so go for two, two and a half minutes, honey. Oh, my goodness. We've just got to watch the um, up until about 35 seconds. So you can see how serious it is. Like in the last three minutes, we're back to score. The Victoria Beetle Man. We're metres away from the field. In the background, Dylan. Okay, looking now, Dylan, look at the guy fall over. Oh, no. <laughs> Why'd he fall over? Oh, no. There's no reason for it. Oh, no. Oh, no. He just got a bit excited, mate. Just yeah. got a bit excited. 
<laughs> so then, yeah, Justin Hodges there goes up to the ref and says, I'll buy a beer if he gives it a try. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we won't have to watch Dylan, but the bit after this where I think one of the New South Wales players is talking shit to the referee and the referee look, goes up to him and is like, are you talking to me? Are you talking oh. to me, Andrew? Are you talking to oh. me? Robert De Niro's reffing. Yeah, basically. Uh, anyway, let's move on from that. Um, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to say, Dylan, it was very fitting that this happened in 2013 and that was the end of the eight-year winning streak of Queensland. Oh. Isn't it? Isn't it fitting, Dylan? That's how it ended, with a streak. The streak ended with a streak. How about that, Tommy? How about that? I think that's our clip for the award ceremony, Dylan. <laughs> That's it's very poignant, Thank isn't you. it? Uh, and let me know if you've got a favourite streak. You know, get in touch with us, and if I missed it, we can maybe talk about it some other time. Um, there's actually another funny one I haven't mentioned here, Dylan, but um, no, you better I'm, mention it. I'll mention it yeah. now. So Andrew Simons was was playing cricket for Australia, and a streaker oh. ran on the field. Andrew Simons dropped his shoulder into the guy and knocked oh. him over. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Bit rough. Now, Dylan, what makes a good streak? We mentioned oh, so, it already, so but you yeah. go ahead, okay? Giant penis, okay. just swinging about. Okay. Just makes it more entertaining, doesn't it? Well, I don't think so, Dylan, because for me, it's not about the bits and pieces. It's not about the, the sexual, anything sexual. It's about being fun, not creepy, okay? Oh, okay, yeah. But maybe, I guess, having a tallywhacker, <laughs> as you said, can be interesting. I also think you shouldn't interrupt the game or whatever the event is too much. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But, you know, if you want the fame, going mm. afterwards or the start of it doesn't really do much for you, does it? Exactly. And that's why I think like the woman at Wimbledon is kind of like a fondly remembered because it wasn't too bad. The guy at the origin, you know, the commentators and everyone was like, what an idiot. You know, you've ruined the game, ruined the series potentially. Um so, in some ways, it makes it funnier, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's a fine line between ruining the thing and also, you know, getting in there and making it funny. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's probably better with one person. I, I feel like the ones with lots of people kind of maybe misses the point of a good streak. Different, Maybe it's like horses of course, maybe like if you're doing it at college with like a big group, that's okay. But I think one person is the ideal one for an event. Yeah, it's not as rebellious with multiple people, is it? Yeah, you, you kind of you're sharing the blame, aren't you? Almost. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. You're not a martyr. <laughs> exactly. Anything else you want to mention about streaking, Dylan, before we wrap it up? Mm, no. Okay. Cool. Well, that's been streaking. Thanks for we've being. We've said along. all we can say. I think we've we've really done it there, haven't we? We've nailed it. Nailed it. Now, before we move on to our final wrap up. It's my turn for a little get amongst it suggestion of the week. Hello. I'm going to suggest that our listeners get amongst Kevin Can Fuck Himself on Amazon. And I think I mentioned that I was watching this to you, Dylan, but I haven't really mentioned anything since then. Nah, you said you watched the first episode and loved it. Need yes. to watch more. I watched it all, and today <laughs> and I've, I've done a podcast about it, which will be in the feed of I Only Like You in Movies. Sure. It's an interesting show. So it's got our girl in it, Annie Murphy from Schitt's mm. Creek. Oh, yeah. Uh, I liked it. And it kind of took a different direction than I was thinking. And you probably shouldn't criticise a show for not doing what you thought it was going to do. But, sure. it, you know, 
Having said that, it did kind of go a different way than perhaps I thought. Um, yeah, yeah. But really interesting, and I'm going to watch season two when it comes out, so I recommend everyone gets amongst it, especially those of us who uh, love Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek and those of us who know that she, her character Alexis and the character of Ted end up together in the end. So Didn't happen. But what's what's this show about, though, Lordy? Oh, sorry, yeah. So she's a housewife. <laughs> Well, I wasn't trying to get too much away. So no, she, that's fair enough. Yeah. She's like in a relationship to a with a guy, and, and it was like a traditional sitcom sort of. He's a you know bit of a slobby, big overweight guy, and how's he got this hot wife? You know, mm, and then she's kind of like, like king of queens, very much so. And the Kevin yeah. obviously is a reference to Kevin James. Yeah, um, sure. I'd imagine. And then it's like her trying to break out of her her marriage and try and become her, her own person. So yeah, yeah. I think it, it's kind of you know. That's all themes that I can, I really, I'm into that sort of stuff. So that's why I liked it. Um, yeah. So I hope you get amongst it. I'm sure we all will, Lonnie. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe get amongst a streak if you want, but in a good oh. way. You know, follow our rules oh. about streaking. So. Be safe about it. Mm. Don't mm. ruin anyone's day with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dylan, you and I are on the socials, aren't we? Absolutely, we are, Lonnie. We're on everything, aren't we? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are, actually. A lot. I've been a bit bad on Twitter recently. I should probably get more into that, but sorry. If you're if you're waiting for Twitter updates from us, probably Facebook, Instagram, probably more updated. Maybe we should get an intern. I think we should. Well, we, we don't should. have to pay interns, do we? No. No, they oh. pay us, actually. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> so, yeah, it'd be good if you could give us a rating on the podcast app that you use. Spread the word to your friends as well. Yeah. You've probably got friends who want to learn about streaking, so... Why would they not want exactly, to learn? Exactly. Um, thank you, Mark, for our theme song. Good on you. Mark the man. That's right. I guess until next time, Dylan. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. That was, that was a nice one. Felt real. Sincere for once, right? Okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.